Welcome, affiliated listeners, to another amazing episode of the Affiliated Podcast. And today we are going to be joined with a personal friend and an amazing person in the industry, Chris Encarnacion. So not only is he somebody that knows music, he knows praise, he knows video, he knows everything that you need to know, and is possibly one of the best-dressed marketers out there. I think pretty sharp all the time. But he's going to be sharing with us something that everyone that wants a winning VSL or wants to know how to spot a winning VSL needs to know with some tips um, from one of the best VSL producers in the industry to tell you exactly the things that you need to have and the elements that you need to have in your VSL to make sure that it's going to be something that's generating millions and millions and millions of dollars for you um, time and time again. So this is an episode you're going to want to stay in for. Plus, we made a delightful drink in honor of Chris that we really enjoyed. So with that, jump in. Let's give it a listen. Hey, man, how's it going today? Wonderful. Good. Um, super happy to be here. Good, dude. Well, awesome. we're really excited to have you here. And the great thing is I didn't know that you were going to coordinate with the drink that I got for you. So yeah. obviously a really good yeah, start. Yeah, I know. It's, right? it's The beautiful. pocket square is, is built into it. It is. I love it. Well, so I think for this, you probably need to put the glasses on as we introduce just the beginning because it's oh. going to get the full aesthetic here. <laughs> no, so. I don't, want, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> no, not for the whole podcast. Just for this oh, introduction. Just for, the, okay, just for the introduction. Here, 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 here. I'll tell you when to take them off. So, oh. Um, as just to recap on this, with something we do special for people that come in guest in studio into our into our little area here, we make sure that we get a drink that isn't just a drink that's tasty and delicious, but some alcohol that's inspired by you. So for nice. today, we have I am gonna butcher this. I should have you say the name. Can you give that name at the top there? Tequila. Well, e the L. Sorry, the L. Yeah. Oh, el tequileño. There we go. That sounds fancier than how I would have widened that up. But <laughs> this is a Resposado from an amazing tequila brand. Um, it's a family that's been doing this for a super, super long time. And I chose a Resposado and a family-oriented brand tequila for a reason for Chris. First off, Chris is currently in the, what I'm calling the res Resposado stage of his business. Uh, so he will explain his backstory in a little bit. But he went from starting something to getting it up and up and running. And now it's scaling at a beautiful operation. It's matured. It's aged. It's getting really, really tasty with additional notes that you didn't have when you're in the blitz at the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, and I chose family because... I know family is super important to you uh, as they are part of your family or part of your company. They're part of your life. Everything is about family all the time. But we didn't just stop there because we were having a cocktail today. And this is not a tequila sunrise or a tequila sunrise, but a tequila sunset that we're having today. Cheers. And that's why I did the glasses, because this is a classy drink to end a day. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit fancier. And you're a classy guy. With Thank the glasses. you, sir. So Appreciate cheers you. on that. Cheers. Cheers. I've never made this before, so we'll see how it tastes. Ooh. Oh, I enjoy that. That's delicious. Fun. Yes. And Absolutely. you didn't do this. So we know. Let's, let's do it one more time. This is the way we do it. We go pa' arriba. Pa' arriba. Pa' abajo. Pa' abajo. Pa' centro. Pa' centro. Pa' dentro. Pa' dentro. I'm pretty sure I butchered all of that. <laughs> but I like that I tried. So awesome. So now you can take the glasses okay, off. Okay, thank you. They had, we, we had a fancier <laughs> drink, so you need to have the fancy look for it. That's really Oh, no worries. Yeah, that was wonderful. I felt like I was in Miami. That tastes, <laughs> yeah, that tastes that's, very that's tropical. Delicious. There you go. Um, well, so obviously you step on that as you want, but it is early in the morning, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's orange juice, so we're good. Uh, but getting things going, so we highlighted in the beginning a little bit, but you are a video master, and you didn't necessarily start there. And we're going to talk about some tips and exciting things that people need to know about VSLs. Before that, I want to kind of pull things back a little bit and mm -hmm. go into the way back time machine and walk through how you went from... Being, I'm sure you weren't like 
you know, when you're growing up going, man, I can't wait to produce high performing VSLs one day to sell things online because they didn't exist back then. Right. But one, it wasn't necessarily your dream. So how did you find yourself in this role, in this position? And you can give us the abridged version um, that, that, that what got you sitting in this chair today. Yeah, I actually had no idea I'd be doing video ever. I thought music was the path. Um, I was the worship leader and director at my church in Central Florida. Um, and I was doing that. I was in church seven days a week, you know, Mon Monday practice for Wednesday, Tuesday, Bible study. Wednesday was youth service. Thursday was practice for Sunday. Friday was devotional. Saturday was the car wash, you know, and then Sunday I'm playing at four different services. Wow. Leading worship, playing the piano. Um, and I did that for over, I mean, probably 15 years. So, Man. and then I worked in real estate and then I worked in a studio as well. So I would produce for local talent that wanted demos or records or album, write, help them write songs, engineering. So that was it. Um, 2008 happens, economy drops for real estate. Mm -hmm. it, it, it just crushed me. Uh, it, and a lot of my clients were members of the church. So oh, imagine man. having to go to church and seeing people just... Not fun. No. So fun. I told myself I never want to be in this industry ever again. That I just... So if I had to start all over again, might as well start something else. And uh, had a little family get together, ran into my cousin Henry, who pretty much, uh, he was living in Austin. Um, he got um, reached out from a DR company that brought him in as a, a tech guy, backend developer. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, man, I gotta show you what, what, what people are doing with the internet. So just went to his house the next day, he showed me, well, you know, they had, done something where they made like 300 grand or I think a million dollars like in a month, something insane. Oh, wow. That's and I, I was just, I couldn't even think you could make that much money. I mean, yeah. from that moment on, I, I just realized that's the future. That's the path. St st you know, hold the front door, forget it all. I, I, I am now going to just hover over you and just watch you work and figure this out. Yeah. What do I need to do? Yeah. So he just, you really want to learn this stuff? You know, I said, yes. And then he put me on Armin Morin videos and... Mm. Uh, Frank Kern videos yeah. and Mike Full Same stuff. And I just started absorbing all this stuff like in 2008, right? Mm -hmm. Right in the beginning, 2008-ish. Mm -hmm. um, for months, a good six months of just watching videos and watching videos and understanding the lingo. And then uh, I was like, dude, so what do we do now? I learned all this. I'm here. And he's like, well, let's launch a couple of things. But if we want to launch some stuff or launch an offer, we need to move to Austin. That's where I have all my connections. That's where... Uh, you know the community is and 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 we so we just thought let's just go for three months help it out help get something launched and then just head back to florida mm -hmm. uh we go and i just fell in love with austin fell in love with the community the people the industry and i just couldn't see myself going back to yeah to florida and um that's it I made a life for myself over there and then amongst our friends uh we launched we launched a couple of uh couple of offers about mm -hmm. three of them did okay not too shabby for a 20, couple 21-year-olds. Yeah. Um, but we were being guided and mentored by the people around us that were doing six figures a month and just got in, interjected with that community. Everyone around us were doing amazing. And pretty much amongst us friends, working out every day and people had other businesses going and then those kind of came to an end and then an opportunity presented itself where we were all just like, hey, let's all do something, you know, kind of thing. And then... One of our buddies we worked out with every single day, Mike Chang, who's buff. And yeah. He was a talent. He lived in Houston. He moved to, to Austin to get it going with Dan. Dan moved from Boston to Austin to get it going. Uh, they got it pushing in the very beginning. I came in a little bit as a contractor to help out with a couple of VSLs, a couple of videos. But um, 
it was it wasn't really I didn't even really realize I was making VSLs. I, I just thought like, oh, you need these slides connected to this voice. I have a microphone because I have a studio. Mm -hmm. I'll re record your vocal and I'll just align all this and give it to you. And that's all you needed. Okay, great. Kind of things like that. Mm -hmm. And then I started realizing like, oh, this is the same kind of video that sold me a yeah. long time ago when I had lost a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just realized like, oh, uh, this is, oh, this is what we're doing. This is DR. This is direct response. Okay. Started kind of getting into into it a little bit, but I, I really came in more like customer service, kind of helping out with a couple things. And then the video person they had brought in, they completely um, just kind of quit. Mm. And then they were like, "Chris, I need you to step in and just take care of the video." And at that time, I just you know uh, I was like, I don't really have a video background. I do music, mm -hmm. and I mean I, uh, you know just aligning um, aligning the the PowerPoint slides to a voiceover, that's easy, right? Mm -hmm. But they wanted me to go into like, be behind the camera, take care of the YouTube channel, get it going. You know, we kind of need like full-blown video. Right. You're not talking just, you're yeah. not talking AI could easily replace no, you. You're talking no. like full video. No, and there was no one at the time. And I just said, I don't, uh, and there was just like, well, <laughs> you do music. I'm like, it's not the same. Yeah. It's like, well, they make sound, so do videos. Yeah, it's the same yeah, thing, yeah. Chris. They're, yeah, yeah, they're blocks, right? Software. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like. I'm sure our editor over here really agrees with you. He's like, same thing, no difference. Yeah. No, but it was, it was a beautiful, I didn't realize, I had no idea that it would turn into this. Now I realize it was a complete blessing. It was amazing. Uh, and they, uh, you know, I, I thank them. I thank Dan and Mike because they really invested in me. They were just like, look, we trust you. You've been our friend for years. We need someone we can trust. So we'll just, we'll, we'll help you get trained, you know, and you're talented and we know mm -hmm. you'd be great, great at this. And you know what we're looking for, you know, what converts, you know, cause I had already previously launched three other yeah. little offers with my cousin. So I had an idea of what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and they paid for training at a camera store in Austin. Uh, I don't know oh, if wow. it's still around, but Olympus cameras, um, they, sent me over there a couple times a week just to learn about the cameras. Went over to Apple, learned about Final Cut. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and they really just kind of like, you know, and then finally I started, you know, I, I got the hang of it. It started, uh, but it was, I was only supposed to be there for a small amount of time. It was just mm -hmm. like, look, just go get trained a couple weeks, come back, just hold us until we could find someone that really yeah, knows how to do yeah, this stuff. Yeah, bridge the gap, basically. Right, yeah. And when they finally found someone that from the Art Institute that graduated came in, they started making their videos, but then they were like, uh, dude, we need you back in video. Uh, I don't know why, but the videos are not converting like the way, whatever. You're, you're doing something that mm -hmm. is converting yeah. over the other guy. I don't, I don't. And then when I looked at the videos, I was like, oh, this is pretty. But yeah, I mean, we're trying to convert the vision. And that's when yeah. I started creating the blueprint of all that. And, you know. That's awesome. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. yeah. The blueprint. But I think I love that because, um, one, it, what a great journey, right? It's a yeah. journey going not from where you thought you'd be, but taking what the universe is giving you and capitalizing and look where you are now, right? So yeah. that's always a great thing. And I tell people all the time, your story doesn't have to look pretty, but every single time you will seize an opportunity. The greatest, most success stories, they all are predicated on saying yes to an opportunity now. And when you say yes to that versus all the people that are afraid and say no, um, that's what starts that journey. So I, I think that's amazing and really cool they invested in you. And obviously it was a smart investment um, because just, I know you didn't say it, but the name of that company, which went on to getting sold and being very successful was what? Six Pack Shortcuts. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So just, just yeah. throw it out there. Obviously hugely successful. So Six Pack Shortcuts and you take that talent and now you're starting to do that for some of the top producers again um, and offer owners in the industry, which yeah. is amazing. So, yeah. so I mean, yeah, the role grew. The role grew from just being the guy and then manage, you know, helping manage the 13-person team, full production house, sets, actors, 
everything. And then when they sold, like all a decade of being there, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a little over, I think, close to nine years. Yeah. And then, yeah. We'll just, round up to a decade. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah round it up. Yeah, yeah. We're old enough. Time <laughs> is getting so fuzzy anyway. What's a year? Just throw it in. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it was, honestly, it was some of the most fun I've, I, I had. I mean, mm-hmm. to this day, I miss it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, Dan sold the company because, you know, that, that was his right mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was really, really scary in the beginning. But, you know, I just, I just worked like, 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 like. The Grim Reaper was chasing after me. <laughs> you know, that yeah. first year was tough, but you know, thankfully uh got past it and now 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 we're we're having a lot of fun. So yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, well we'll circle back on that because I think one of the things I always love is that that your story and and um I was on a, a different talking to a different group just earlier this week. Um, but your story is built off grind, of doing the work, going in, hustling and doing something before you're successful comes a level of work. And I think oftentimes we all know there's gurus out there, there's people out there. We all would love it to be as easy as just smashing a button and mm-hmm. making money and changing our lives. Mm-hmm. And there are times that temporarily you could find quick amounts of money to temporarily make something, but it's never sustainable. Mm-hmm. The sustainable success comes through grinding hard work. If you aren't just doing something every single day, getting better at it, failing over and over again, you're not going to get there. So we'll get there in a little bit. But sure. before that, You'd mentioned you've been in video now much longer. You never thought you would because you never thought you'd be there. Yeah. Um, but you've been producing converting videos for a really, really, really long time. And I love that you said something in there. They're pretty video does not necessarily mean that it's a converting video. So that's mm-hmm. a beautiful transition into what does make a converting video. What are some of the things that you do? We can't give all your secrets away, but if there's some stuff that you could share that really change and that you have to alter when you're going from we could say like cinematic video mm-hmm. that maybe looks great and editors and people at cans will think is beautifully shot and edited to something that really, truly converts. So um, if you want to start off, what's maybe a big one that you really focus on that starts changing um, to something that converts? The, the most important part of the video is the first five seconds. I mean, first five seconds. Okay. First five. I mean, I mean, five to 30. I mean, that whole first 30 seconds is huge. First mm-hmm. minute is huge, but I mean, the first five seconds usually have a huge drop off, you know, about mm-hmm. close to sometimes it can get as high as 85 percent of the people just fall off the video. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, a lot of people, when they make their VSLs, they're, they, they, they're focused on the mechanism, focused on the USPs, focused on. And that's great. And that you want that to be dialed in. But if, if, if you've got, you know, 85 percent, 87, 90 percent of the people leaving, they're not even going to get to that part. Yeah. And I feel like also a huge mistake is selling them in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, no one wants to be sold. I mean, the truth is no one wants to watch your video. Yeah. Like, no one wants to watch it. Like, it, yeah. And we sometimes we forget that these are people, mm-hmm. right? These are actual people. The, the, this, these numbers, these clicks, these are real people with brains, emotions, with feelings. Yeah. And as we just saw, one came into our office looking to try and buy something. So, right. There you <laughs> yeah, go, we had right? an actual yeah. local customer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Humans. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and I got a huge sense of that when I went to Thanksgiving to a family's friend in, in Texas, probably four hours away from where we lived. Mm-hmm. And I went to go use the restroom and I saw a bottle of a weight loss supplement of a VSL that I did. <laughs> so, and and I, I was just like, oh, my God, like it just kind of threw me off. And, I, yeah. and that was the first time I realized like. Oh, these are real people. <laughs> it's a, it is a wild experience. I remember the first time my grandfather bought a ClickBank product, and like I was like looking, I was like, "Where did you get this?" And one of the funniest things he's like, "Let me tell you a story." And I was like, "I know this story." Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and um, but 
so speaking of story, mm-hmm. story. Yeah. That's the most important part is storyline. Um, I always say that um, the people that are that are we're targeting, they're 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 not wanting to. They don't even know they're gonna buy something. Yeah. They're not right. They don't have their credit card out mm-hmm. with that. I'm ready to buy. Right. They're just looking for information. They're mm-hmm. surfing the net, surfing the web, or maybe looking through their emails, and they run into something that kind of has a big claim sometimes, but just back to right. But mm-hmm. it's just like subject line. Or whatever it is, is is intriguing. It's curiosity. Hey, learn how went from two hundred and twenty pounds to one sixty with a seven second. I don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. But all of that is very uncompliant. What you just said, right? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I'm just letting you know. I know it, it, <laughs> compliance. It's okay. It's just theoretical. We don't. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But I'm, what I'm saying is like that curiosity, yeah. or or so you know that curiosity that they see on in the subject line. Oh. I've been kind of trying to lose some weight. That that mm-hmm. seems so. What is this about? Mm-hmm. They click. You know, this person tells their story a little bit, talks about this or that. Oh wow! So what did they do? What did they find? Oh, it's natural. Let me get some more information. They mm-hmm. click through. They watch this video, and boom! Right now, imagine if you're just trying to sell them right from the beginning, right? Like, hey, for forty nine bucks, get this. You know, they're just gonna scroll right past it. Yeah. So I feel when the VSLs go straight into selling in the very beginning. Explain exactly what it is. That's completely mm. a big no-no. I yep. think it has to do with story, right? Um, I mean, look, if you have a, a product, you have you're passionate about it. You put a lot of time into it. I'm sure what what made you passionate about this product? There's a story behind that motivated mm. you to actually make the product. Yeah. So put that in the VSL. Yeah. There's yeah. there's times where I have clients come to me and I see their VSL and then I ask them, so what made you want to do this product? And they talk about how they were really really sick. And and then they have even pictures of them in the hospital, and you know, and then that really motivated them to do something. That's beautiful marketing, right? Is right. And I'm just <laughs> like, why is this not a part of your story? Yeah. And they're like, you think that would work? I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's like, what do you do? Who wants to hear about that? <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> right? That's like, it's all about the story, you know. Mm-hmm. I always say, like, um, my wife and I sometimes when we have downtime, we'll get on Netflix and watch a show, mm-hmm. and the last thirty seconds of that episode just kind of like puts you on the edge of your seat, thriller, feeling, emotion levels are being pulled, and you just have to watch a little bit of yeah. the next one. It could be one in the morning, and you guys look at each other, and you're like, one more? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay, totally. I have to. Like, yeah. We have to. We can't just, okay, go to bed. Yeah. So that feeling or that, um, try to get that somehow to happen within the first five to 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, no, that's 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 great, and you're just totally right. Like, you, if you're not capturing that initial attention um, in a way that they weren't looking to be interested, right? They've gotten some clicks to get in there, but their commitment is very low to that point. So, so let's talk about that first five seconds. I know one of the common things, or that first five to thirty seconds, one of those common things that seem to see is the countdown timer. Though, mm-hmm. so is that a device that it's it, you can't help to want to see what happens when it gets down to one that keeps people going through. Um, especially if you were like loading your VSL straight onto a YouTube ad, mm-hmm. um, is that kind of what that mechanism is doing, or kind of walk me through the countdown then for that first so five I, seconds? So I'm I'm currently split testing without it. Okay. On, on a couple of offers just to see because we were looking at data and and um, around like I said five seconds, eighty five percent of people are pretty much leaving. So now we're kind of split testing. Hey, let's just get right into it because I recommend Vitalytics to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, Vitalytics, I think, if you're not using Vitalytics as your player, 
Then, Bonus tip number four. Yeah. Use Vitalytics. <laughs> no, 1,000%. I yeah. mean, they're not paying me to say this. Like, <laughs> I just, you know, um, Vitalytics is amazing with what, what, what they do. I've had clients uh, split test Vitalytics versus Vimeo versus mm-hmm. YouTube and Vitalytics outperformed and outconverted. Yeah. Um, on top of that, it just gives you so much data, metrics, on, and you could... Um, there's there's all these amazing settings you could do like the the, the beginning looping where it kind of plays and then you hit play and then it starts again from the beginning, um, just different ways you could kind of, you know, get rid of the play button, get rid of the bar, just leave maybe sound, leave, you know. So with Vitalytics, I'm we're gonna test now without that. But yes, the, the countdown was a huge part of it. But I feel like sometimes. Uh, people were missing the mark with the countdown. I think they were hurting their videos. Mm-hmm. Just having a countdown, just say five, four, three, two, one, is not enough. I think you need to take some of like the big, the big wins of the VSL. If there's a huge before and after in the VSL, that's a part of your story. Then as you're counting down, three, show the before, two, show the after. Ah, that's awesome. One, show maybe a glimpse of something that they're doing, drinking a water or something mm-hmm. that's helping them. Yeah, ha- make all that happen, and then one, and then while you're doing that, have a loading bar. You know, like this is loading, because like you got to think of the psychology, right? Everything that you can think of that would make someone kind of wait, because they're used to waiting when they see something. Mm-hmm. Throw it in there, loading bar, yeah. um, countdown, um, and then you know, and then and then the three, two. So it, you have to make it where it it's telling the story without sound. Mm-hmm. Play it without sound. Does it is it powerful enough to capture your attention to? want to know what 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 is this about like yeah. what's going on you know um yeah because it's it's most likely going to be muted when they first land on there right. especially on their phones right. um you know it's good no that that makes a lot of sense i love the idea of putting the images or starting to bring that into the countdown loading bar because like um was it in uh man alchemy that uh rory Ah, uh, with Ogilvy, Rory McDonald. Sorry, I'm forgetting names. But um, he talks a lot about, like, one of the biggest things they've done is giving people expectations. If they know, if they are not in a period of not knowing completely, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know when things are going to show up. I don't know when my bus is going to get here. I don't know what a delay actually means. As soon as we have that, we are so more willing to wait and pay attention. So a countdown that gives you images to be interested in a loading bar, you're totally right. It lets us as humans say, well, okay, this is within my realm of expectation. I'm now willing to be patient. Um, I think a lot of times people think that our attention spans are so much lower. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't remember who I was talking to that they, they said, no, that's not the case. It's not that our attention spans are lower. It's that we could discern and process information so much faster. So if there's nothing telling us to wait for more, we'll quickly decide not for me and move on. Mm-hmm. Not because our attention span so short, but because I have – so many other things I could go to so readily available that will give me exactly what I'm looking for in that moment. Right. So I, I love that, that you're basically building patience in to right. get to the dramatic thing. So it is all psychology. Like, what are the things that make you just unconsciously make these decisions, right? Yeah. Seeing a loading bar, you're going to wait a little more because you mm-hmm. know something's loading. Yeah. Um, seeing the before and after right there, you're like, oh, wow, if she yeah. was able to do that with this information, then I need to know what it is because mm-hmm. if I just want to lose... 20, 30 pounds. I don't mm-hmm. need to lose 80 or 100 pounds. I mean, I, I'm just right. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, totally. Throwing this again, up again, again, I was giving me a hard time. Yeah, yeah it's not about compliance. <laughs> you're right? not selling is, anything, so you're yeah, fine. Yeah. We could just, say 100 pounds in two days. We <laughs> right. removed her legs. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, yeah, pretty much. Um, and another, another. Uh, so now with Vitalytics, uh, we're testing no, no three, two, one, mm-hmm. going straight for the hook. 
mm-hmm. right when they see it. Because again, five seconds, there's a huge drop. So we're trying to get those people to to get hooked a lot quicker. Because by the time the, the countdown's over, those people are gone. Yeah. So now we're testing that, and then we're also testing um, the 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 delivery of the video. Sometimes the the cadence of it. Uh, okay. I've seen a lot of videos where the cadence is a little slower. Gotcha. So you're talking like literally like the beat of the music, the frames, the frame pace, things right. like that. Well, well, just also the delivery of the voiceover. Sometimes okay. a great voiceover, just you know, a great voiceover. Um, there's power in the silences. Mm-hmm. So example, like um, now, as we understand this, mm. and we talk about this, so that's great for storytelling. Mm-hmm. But I think for VSL, that's just dragging out so much yeah. time, and we're fighting against time because we're losing yeah people. So I think I think with now we're testing getting rid of the three two one and then cutting out all those spaces. We're pretty much now the almost like a TikTok style because you know how yeah. rapid cuts. Yep. And then I would say uh, it would be beneficial to take the whole VSL and make it faster. Mm-hmm. I would say take it and probably as long as it doesn't sound super artificial where you lost the natural sense of it yeah yeah they sound um, like album the chipmunks that right, right right i would say like around five percent faster I, I mean you you'll probably shave eight minutes from it mm-hmm. so you're getting the key parts of the video that would hook someone delivered to them faster yeah so instead of them having to wait longer to watch that so you're actually hooking them a lot quicker and they're seeing the information because i feel like once there's once you get past that initial phase where you hook them in excuse me and you're able to you know give them Quality information, thriller music, images, and you know you're, you're playing with all these elements. They end up going into what I would like to call a trance mm-hmm. state. And once the trance state happens, people usually, you know, I'm already committed. I've seen this much. I really want to wait for that. For what? What is the mm-hmm. the answer? Because I'm already here. Like I'm almost yeah. there. Like what is it? I want to know. Yeah. Right now, time is absent from them. Just like we mentioned in the Netflix thing, when you're in a binge fest, yeah. time becomes irrelevant to you. Right. It's just finishing to the end. Right. So yeah, you're right. If you could get them in that locked-in trance where time means nothing, now a 60-minute, 45-minute VSL, which if I told somebody, would you watch this 45-minute video, they'd be like, hell no, you will. I will not. You could not right. pay me to do that. Um, I yet, thought the same. Well, yeah. I, I, I thought the same. I like I got sold with the VSL. Like I, I mentioned that. Like yeah, yeah. I, I was 17 years old and I had I got cheated on. You know by, you know I, I was a church boy, so mm-hmm. there's things that I wasn't willing to do. And yep, you know I just got you know whatever. Yeah. So they're lost, right? But that I would agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I was a pretty heavy kid. Yeah. Um. So that drove me insane. Like mm-hmm. I I I actually I think I went a little crazy. I think I like I I want I envisioned myself just becoming that amazing looking person mm-hmm. and them seeing me two, three months later and their jaws just dropping like that. Yeah. I wanted that feeling to yeah. the point where I told myself, you know what? I'm going to run every day for an hour. Even if I'm tired, either two things are going to happen. I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to die. Like mm-hmm. I didn't care. Yeah. I, but I just, I, I wanted that to happen. I've had these same thoughts in some capacity. <laughs> like, I'll just do it. I'll do it. I'll just do it. I'll die. But you know, I found myself. You get on, a mile in, you're like, I'm not going to do it. Not gonna <laughs> no, do this. No. <laughs> I found myself, at, I found myself on Google just looking, how do I burn fat? How do I get abs? And then I ended up running into truth about abs VSL. It was just mm. a PowerPoint. Yeah. You know, words on the screen. I didn't know what this was. I was Little probably, <laughs> yeah, 17 or 18 at the time. Yeah. And I'm watch. I'm just reading this thing along, hearing the voice. And then in my mind, I'm just picturing you know, myself pinching myself. I'm picturing the feelings, these emotions. And then I, when the VSL was over, I had 
the conviction this is the what I need. This is the answer to to fix what I need to fix mm-hmm. to get where I need to get. And I ended up losing eighty five pounds like in two and a half months. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I did get what I wanted. You know. Yeah. yeah you got to go show her. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I got the phone call. Yo, she's in town. Oh, I'm gonna come bring yeah. some DVDs over. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like, awesome. And then just be like, like, yeah. hey. Yeah. Anyways, bye. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? That's awesome, man. Kind of. Um, but yeah. But I, I just realized um, those feelings that I felt. That conviction that I felt, those in those visions that I was mm-hmm. experiencing, just hearing these words and reading this, I realized I need to create that in everyone that watches this video. Yeah, I need to get them to a state of of feeling that this this is the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always tell people. Um, I mean, I don't tell people, but let me give you an example, right? Yeah. So real quick, don't say anything, but just just say your favorite color without saying your favorite color out loud. In three seconds, ready? Three, two, one. Okay? All right? Right? Yeah. Now, really quick. Now, I want you to envision your favorite memory, right? In three seconds. Whatever it could be. It could be your child being born. It could be anything. Three, two, one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, really quick. Did he say anything? No, right? Now, did you hear yourself say something? Yeah. Right, but so so who is he inside of you that hears you speak when you're not speaking? Oh, who is me? I mean, the voice inside my head that has my own voice that talks to me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He needs to shut up. That's what <laughs> you're <to>. right. <laughs> but and now and now yeah. and now and now the visions that you were having. Did you see color? Did you? Did of course. You, you sensed yeah. it, right? But you're yeah. here with us. How yeah. did you go into the past, right? Yeah. Like so, what I'm saying is, we're speaking to that person. You're you're speaking to that lizard brain, and what we're really doing is we're creating the VSL in their head. Right. right. So with that, that's when it really changes. Right. Gotcha. gotcha. So, so all, what we need to do is put down those guards because mm-hmm. everyone thinks scam, you know, gimmicky, things mm-hmm. like that, right? So we need to just story. Mm-hmm. Story is what, you know, like, oh, I connect with that story. That, yeah. That's me. I see myself there. I went through that. So what I also advise is in the first 30 seconds of the VSL, everything that your avatar does Pain points, right? So if they're losing weight, they pinch themselves, they're looking in the mirror, they hate eating salads, they're weighing, they're measuring. I would show all those clips, you know, within those first 30 seconds, if if obviously the story allowed me to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just really just try to like, oh, because then while they're watching in my, my psyche tells me if they watch something that they do and they connect with it, they go, oh, I do that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so it's like at 30 seconds, the, the goal is whatever primary emotional driver, because that's where it could change, right? Where where yours, I'm sure, you know, something that fed to that, that almost like, because it's like anger and shame, right? At the end of the day, you were ashamed that you felt like you lost somebody you cared about for the way that you looked, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's some capacity, something that made you feel shame. And as soon as that was identified that somebody else felt ashamed of that, and you could feel and connect with that. Like you said, you're like, this is for me. I'm at the right place. I was kind of thinking as you were talking about this, but so much of, I think, VSLs and our marking are predicated almost making something feel serendipitous mm-hmm. that you didn't mean to find it, but it found you. So your VSL should find people instead of them find your VSL. And that's where you're kind of you know, playing on that emotion. Then you connect with it, and all of a sudden you feel, I'm here. The visions in my head are now also on the screen, um, and they start coming together and that's how you could make a imagine going from you know 30 seconds to 45 minutes and have somebody being fully engaged committed and ready to buy at the end that's right awesome because once they're invested in the story and they connect with the story and yeah. they, they're convinced that this is for me 
this is they're talking to me. Like we're talking to one person here. Yeah. Like that's one of the biggest issues too. When everyone makes a VSL, they're thinking, you know, when everyone makes a VSL, they're thinking, uh, oh, I'm gonna sell hordes of people. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm talking so to a Walmart filled with humans. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna move eight thousand bottles this week. Right. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. But we're talking to one person, just one avatar, one person that's going through this pain point that you could connect with. And, you know, you'll do the calculations and see, like, oh, this is the avatar we want to aim for because, obviously, the probability that this one out of everyone in this pool mm-hmm. is, is going to, you know, it matches our audience, right? Yeah. So you just want to talk to that one person, just that sure. one person. That's it. So we'll do one more on video because I know the beginning is really, really important. But this is, um, well, two. I want to do two things just to, sure. to kind of ask for some tidbits. Um, real quick, if you'd let me know, like, in that 30 seconds, when people are trying to get that emotional lever, what's one of the the big mistakes when they're trying to elicit pain or they're trying to create drama um, and and pull that out that you see people make in that first 30 seconds to minute, oftentimes of VSLs? Um, I, I honestly think, I mean, some are able to make it work, um, but I really think um, I'm, I'm, I'm all about custom shots. Um, you know, with, with, with what we offer, we shoot and we go into full production and we hire actors, we do everything. Um, I feel like a lot of the stock stuff Mm-hmm. Is starting to kind of give a sense of scammy or or, or a sense yeah. of it's this is not real or I mean and people are able to make it work and too well produced at times yeah yeah so I just feel like but I feel like if you could get behind the camera and carve out certain scenes that you can't find sometimes in some of these stock stuff mm-hmm. and you kind of just settle and sometimes I feel like settling for the wrong shot hurts more than actually helping just because you feel like you need something visual there yeah. Like I really feel like at that point, just go PowerPoint. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're you're doing more damage than good by mm-hmm. using the wrong clips, wrong effects. Um, it, it, we're trying to build trance, so a lot of the times you could, I call it distortion. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're distorting the trance by mm-hmm. a- adding f- things or or, you know, yeah, you know, someone's just kind of you know trigger happy with transitions yeah. and effects and. But it doesn't add an emotion. Mm-hmm. It's just it looks pretty, right? Yeah, so. yeah. It's like it's just like a smudge on a mirror. Everything looks great until you're like, "Where's that smudge?" And all of a sudden, now all you could think of is the part that didn't seem to make sense. And there's right. a smudge. I'm like, "I need to go clean this." And you lose sight of everything. Which then in a trance, you get a wrong image. You break that. Now they question everything they're seeing afterwards. Right. Um. And and you can lose that. That makes a ton of sense. Right. You gotta. You have to go frame by frame. Like, yeah. Because because any little frame that creates a distortion, like if there's a glitch. In the video, if 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 the lights just cut off and then something else comes on, mm. any little thing could completely just take someone out of trance and yeah, they're done. I like, love thinking about it as a trance. That's a really really good way to think about video. Definitely a good tip. So the la- the last thing I wanted to ask you about is just tips around music. So obviously, this is your passion place, right? This yeah, is where you started yeah. was on the music side, yeah, and yeah. The video came later. So um, with music, I think it's one of those things that. And I'll be fully, um, you know, honest here. I don't tend to think about it in terms of VSLs or videos, but I know it's super impactful down to like the rates per you know, beats per minute, things like that could dictate certain emotions and in human responses. Mm-hmm. And as someone that loves music, I know how powerful it could be on my emotions, mm-hmm. but I have no idea how that plays a role in how you could control that in a VSL. So any tips around that, I'd be super curious to hear. A, a huge, Selfishly for myself, Chris. I, I don't care if there's anyone listening. This is what I want to A do. huge mistake I see is someone just grabbing a song and, oh, yeah. it, you know, and just grabbing something that, oh, it fits. 
and literally copy pasting that same song all the way to the end. Mm. Um, that just makes everything very monotonous and just yeah. kind of annoying after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you want it to feel fresh. Mm-hmm. And the way the best way to make it feel fresh is pretty much switching the song every two minutes. Okay. And I would say um, after probably the fourth or fifth song, you could then, I mean, if it still feels like it should belong, you could then copy and paste that whole looping Sequence. of those five so- sequences, right? And then kind of get you all the way to the end. But mm-hmm. once once you get to like the last 10 minutes and, you know, you have you have the big reveal of what this is and testimonials are coming in, you could you could you could have like a champion song come on and you could pretty much just kind of ride that one out into the sunset. Gotcha. Um, but one of the biggest issues that I see is people not using sound effects. Um, just songs. Um, mm. You know, when when visually when you see someone pouring something, hearing the pour, when you see someone walking, hearing the steps, when you see someone opening or closing the door, hearing the swing of the door, oh, hearing yeah. the close, yeah, that allows the viewer to get submerged into the video yeah. and become almost one with the wave. You, like you feel like, you know, if, yeah. if, you, if you got headphones on and you're watching this thing, I mean, it's you feel like you're in there, you know, yeah, almost like watching a movie, right? Yeah, um, that's so good. I wouldn't think of it being mentioned the trance. That's going to get you deeper in there. Right. When our inside brain and outside visuals start lining up, that's when you know you're in that state. So that makes a ton of sense. But you're right. I don't see that that often, to be honest. Right. Outside of maybe like if they did custom footage at the beginning, but you know they'll show a pour later and it's just an empty pour on stock footage. That kind of makes it not feel like stock footage as soon as you have that sound effect in there, right, too. Right, exactly. But the if you could go custom, I say go custom all the time. Yeah. Some of the biggest... Brands that I've worked with that are in the eight to nine figure range, they're all they're pretty much going full custom, and mm. they're only going stock if they just don't have the shot and it's too expensive to go go out into production again to go mm. ahead and get it, and they absolutely need it because it'll help tell the story. Then they'll go grab a stock, but they won't try to. I mean, they'll make it either POV or they'll make it just where you just see it could be anyone's hand doing yeah. something, not actual just random people now out of the blue that's mm-hmm. now in, in the story yeah um it, it, let me give you an example um i don't know if your wife I mean, my wife sometimes watches these kind of shows but like snapped or, oh yeah right yeah and so, you always worry when she watches snap too you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're, what's yeah, going yeah, on yeah. here like are hey, you doing some future planning like, hey you're watching you're watching too many yeah. episodes like you're taking a lot of notes on this episode <laughs> i'm a little bit concerned right um but when when you've got people talking heads telling the story and then it switches over to two actors kind of reenacting what's happening Mm -hmm. you don't assume oh these are just two actors this is fake you really feel oh this is real this is what really happened these Mm -hmm. people are reenacting what the story really is Mm -hmm. that's the sense that you want to build with the vsl that's what that's Mm -hmm. that's what you want to create you don't want to create someone just oh i'm watching this presentation with yeah you know what i'm saying yeah because you're farther removed right Right. and and those snap moments even though it's like horrible acting and it reminds us of 60 minutes back in the day and stuff like the dateline dateline right yeah um but you're in it but yeah because they do all that pre-framework by the time you get there you don't care how bad of actors they are you just want to see what feels real i want to know where the knife when he stabbed her eight times. You right. Know, like, I want to see that. Um, so, like, totally get that, especially yeah. in the true crime realm. That makes so much sense for VSL, though. It's like, how do you create a way for them to disconnect? And this is really brilliant because I don't hear a lot of people talk about those VSLs. They talk a lot about the copy. They're like, great, go hire somebody. What are they doing, right? right. I don't even know. But that's well, so huge because you're really trying to get them in the video almost, right? How do you get lost in that, the the, the sound and the video along with the copy? That's really awesome. See, I, I'd say like five or six years ago, this was like the industry standard, right? You you have a TSL, you test this TSL. If the TSL is working, 
great. You just need a, a video. Yep. Like, you don't really have to spend a lot of money. Just get a quick voiceover. Just get some stock. Just make it as cheap as possible. You'll get you'll get a bump, mm -hmm. right, in conversion. Yep. I don't see that happening anymore like yeah. it used to. I'm seeing sometimes the TSL outconvert the VSL. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing sometimes it just break even. Um, I just feel like, uh, and, and it's, it's really hard, right, because in order to take that really big swing to go custom, to go, you know, doctor talking head on camera, just give that sense of this is real. I mean, there's a huge investment attached to that. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm not saying don't test your VS, uh, your copy. Yes, test it, TSL, great, and then decide whether you want to take that huge swing. And, and if you're ready for it, then go ahead and take it. I think deciding not to take it or just wanting to just draw the line here because of budget could sometimes hurt. You know, I've seen also how visuals could hurt the video mm -hmm. versus it actually helping the video. Yeah. So um, I'd say, I would say just test your way to the bigger thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, you know, I was going to talk about something else, but I really like where you're going with this. Then we'll, mm -hmm. we'll finish with um, just how to hire the right video guy. But yeah, one of the things I've noticed is that, yeah, that TSL to VSL switch, like you're right, about five, six years ago, it was easy. It was just, that's what you did. It worked. Da, 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 da. People would test a TSL. And now even a successful TSL, even the high production VSL doesn't necessarily translate to success. But I think it's because what you're talking about, which we don't necessarily see a TSL when read is skimmed. No one reads a full VS, uh, TSL line by line. Very, very rarely. Most people are bouncing around the page. So I have to attract so much more attention that pulls you in to read something, but is also super skimmable. So it's redundant. It's going to say a lot of the same things twice. It's going to over-sensationalize. It's not going to be in a POV at every single time. Um, and, and there's a lot more kind of rangy text that you're going to get in a really good long-form sales letter. Mm -hmm. Still have emotional pulls. It's still telling a story but it's just consumed very differently. Versus I think video now, and one of the reasons why custom's so big, is I think that story shifts when you go to video. You can't be as crazy. You can't be as outlandish. The redundancies, the length, all that stuff starts shifting. You mentioned speeding up, right? How do you get faster? How do you go from where at an hour, what it used to be before, because there's the TSL, took 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And that is, I will tell the audience out here, VSLs that are successful are getting shorter. They're not getting longer. They mm -hmm. are getting shorter. But I think I had this realization where I'm like, and, and you're just affirming it, I think one of the biggest differences is you're now bringing in two different mediums that did not exist in your TSL. You have video, like actual moving people, and audio in terms of music and sound. That changes the levers that you could pull. It completely changes the way that you pull emotion. So um, I, that being said, the question I was getting for you is, what are some of the big adjustments that you encourage people to make if they're going from TSL to VSL or at least things that they should think about to help smooth that trans transition? Because it is more of an investment than it used to be. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you make sure that you could strategically not spend as much money and waste it, right? <laughs> right. So I, I always advise get going the presenter route, okay. um, having someone on camera that represents the, the avatar that the avatar could talk to and, and, and listen and is being talked to. Because um, uh, this is, is, is little, I think about it like this: is this is an intimate situation that's happening. Mm -hmm. The person that's watching the VSL could could be laying in bed, could be late at night, yeah. it, but it, it feels almost like a conversation with someone. Yeah. So someone that they're talking to, uh, um, a brand ambassador, someone that's an expert, that's talking to to the person, and then you know you've got the the, the custom stock to help support or help kind of guide the story, right? Yep. Um, 
usually if the budget's not there, they go voiceover, which mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people make vo- have voiceover. You know, they make voice yeah. voiceover work. Yeah, I just think the brand ambassador, you know, agreed. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just the way to go. Um, the probability of that hitting versus the other one, I think, is higher. Yeah. Um, well, and just to support that too, mm-hmm. he said you know, the intimacy. So. Years ago now, um, I went to a, a YouTube thing that Google put on. It was at their offices down there um, in, I don't even remember, somewhere in California. Uh, but um, I should remember. But one of the things they really talked about, we got the Google Labs. So Google Labs is literally a division in Google for YouTube that takes their top ad buyers and says, hey, we'd like to just do some random testing mm-hmm. to see what converts best with the largest amounts of traffic. So. We're going to do some stuff. You won't pay for any of it. It'll be free traffic, but let us do some experiments. One of the things that kept coming up is you had to be closer to the frame, tighter frames on faces, and faces mattered a ton in YouTube video for ads that converted. Um, I went back and I started thinking about this. That's super interesting. You mentioned the intimacy thing. One of the biggest and still most successful streaming TV shows is The Office, what is so different about The Office relative to standard sitcoms prior to that? It was the change in the fact that they had interviews with one-on-one people with tighter frames, more face-to-face scenes, and it felt a lot more intimate because of this documentary style than anything else we had before. When did it go? When did it really blow up? The video iPod. When they were on video iPod, they already had loaded episodes in there in season two. That's what blew up the office, was not watching it on TV, but people watching on these small, intimate devices. So if you were thinking about going to video and wanting to be successful, you were totally right. A spokesperson created custom content and something that's more intimate is proven to be way more successful because we're watching on our phones mm-hmm. and we're staring at it. Like we love the FaceTime because it's more intimate right. and it's zoomed in on the face. So I, I just bring that up that you're, you're hundred percent right. It is very intimate. And yeah. the more you create that intimacy in terms of a conversation through video, I would imagine conversions will increase. At yeah. least that's what Google thinks. <laughs> no, no, but no, it, I've seen it. That's why, yep. you know, I'm just I'm being an open book and giving it, spilling it yeah, all out. Yeah, yeah, I know, and it's great. That's amazing. So um, I won't make you spill any more. I actually think that's a beautiful way um, the the increase in me. I know you're about to share one, but if anyone wants to know more, what I'd rather do yeah. is we're going to switch and talk. That listen, like there's a big investment here, and going to a big investment, having to do a VSL, get edited, writing, all that stuff, mm-hmm. selecting the right person becomes huge. Mm-hmm. So if you just give me some advice on a couple of questions or things you could look for when you're hiring a video team, an editor, whatever it might be, but someone who's going to make your winning VSL, what are some of the questions that you should ask or things that you believe they should be looking out for to make the right hire? Uh, when it comes to presenter? Um, we'll, we'll say someone who's going to make your video, not presenter. Oh, yeah, literally, yeah, the, the whole editor. For the, the, yes, the other stuff, I know, like, we could talk way too long, but I'm like, ah, we eventually, we don't want this to be a two-hour Joe Rogan podcast. So. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we'll do the hiring, and then um, for people that have other questions on tidbits on how to go from TSL to VSL, we'll, we'll give them some ways to contact you at the end. Sure, sure, well, yeah. wonderful. So um, I would say... Um, if you're working with an editor that doesn't have experience making VSLs, mm-hmm. storyboard. You know, grab that script and highlight every sentence and make a, a visual suggestion. Because this is the thing: a lot of times when copywriters write, mm-hmm. they have the vision. Yeah. Sometimes they have the movie in their heads, but they don't. But sometimes the disconnect is that they never really have a conversation with the the producer mm-hmm. or the v, the video editor. Yeah. They just hand it to the client. Client looks for an editor. They hand them the script and then go. Um, if you could just have those two people 
talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And then the copywriter could let them know this was what was I envisioning here, maybe a, a something. And they could actually help guide the editor a little bit with scene selection, mm. with pacing. Um, that conversation, I think, needs to happen in order for you. I think you would have a better, uh, the probability of you having a better VSL with you just making that one connection, I, I think it's higher than yeah. them not talking to each other. That's huge. You know, I don't think that happens very often either, if mm -hmm. I'm being honest. That's a huge one. Now, would you encourage then even the copywriter when they're writing beforehand, you tell them, hey, this is going to be for a VSL. Like, when there's moments that you feel like there's a, a visual that you're going for that you want to see in your copy, make a note of that in mm -hmm. the copy. Yeah, I, I could tell you I don't, I've never heard a client say that they did that, but what a brilliant idea. To yeah, um, well, I, that was part of the SOP over at Six Pack. So mm. when, when I get delivered a batch of 15 uh, commercials, I'm just reading text on paper. Yeah. And now it's me. I have to be the creative director in, in creating this visually. Mm -hmm. But uh, we made the mistakes of actually getting the commercials done. And when we give it back, mm. you know, the copywriter would be like, oh, I, I, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking this. And I was like, okay, so now we have to go back into production. So then we just added that one meeting before mm -hmm. we went into full production where they just like, they had the packet, I had the packet, and we started making notes. And while they spoke, this is yeah. what I was thinking when I wrote this, when I wrote that, when I wrote this. And we started making exactly what they wanted. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That is, it's, it's, this always happens in podcasts. It's like sometimes these simple things that someone says, I'm like, that might be the most impactful thing yeah. that changes a lot of people improving their success with VSL. It's just yeah. make the copywriter talk to the video. Yeah. And some, and sometimes before they even, and, and if you're going to hire a copywriter, go ahead and source out who's going to be the producer and have them just have a conversation. Cause sometimes the producer could do things visually that the copywriter doesn't know that mm -hmm. could help support. And maybe the copywriter will go at another angle. Mm. You know, you never know. I mean, yeah. we could easily hire an actor and throw a camera at them and do something or have them do something or have yeah. them use props or wear prop or, mm -hmm. you know, wear an outfit or represent something that could help or, you know. Yeah. No, no. That'd be So, I mean, it seems to me then that, like, one of the ideal things would be have an editor that also has the copywriter, knows the copywriter, or almost have the video person or the copywriter be recommending that so work together. Like, do you work with some copywriters pretty regularly? I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. And and we have a great relationship and we do a lot of great stuff together. Uh, and now in-house, we've got a couple copywriters now too that we're working with. Nice. But but I I if if they know each other, magic. Because there's mm -hmm. there's this uh, there's a synergy there. There's there's yeah, right. But if they don't, just them having that conversation, storyboarding, highlight every sentence you can. Uh, sometimes what you could also do is um, you could create a chart, two-sided chart with, with boxes for every sentence. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you can have the visual notes. So literally yeah. every sentence, you have a visual note of what you would like to see. So now the editor could come and, and see, okay, for this sentence, they're, they're wanting this. So he could go ahead and pull that image and mm. then or pull multiple images that represent that, cut them yeah. in, you know, nice transition, use some sound effects. Yeah. Um, yeah so No, I really like that. That's amazing. Just like I said... I think you're going to spend so much to get this stuff done, especially in this day and age. You might as well put in some of that front end work to make sure that it's done as well as possible. So that's yeah. great. So, yeah, yeah. Um, well, cool. So, well, as we kind of go through this, like obviously you shared a lot of, like you just, you shared the fingernail of your whole hand of tricks that you might have. So, <laughs> um, and things make, so for those out there that are looking for a great VSL, mm -hmm. they, or they might have some questions for you. Kind of two parts of this. One, who is the ideal client you want to work with? Who, what are the kind of people that you're really wanting to to 
engage with, the businesses you want to build VSLs with. So somebody might want to talk to you, but maybe they're not a great fit. So we'll give you opportunity to do that. And then if somebody fits that criteria or they just really want to get a hold of you, if you just tell me how they could get a hold of you, that would be fantastic. But first, tell me who should be getting a hold of you. So uh, currently right now at the size that we are, um, our, our ideal client is someone that's doing you know, around $2 million a year because mm-hmm. uh, we could the, the, um, – you know, uh, making one VSL is beautiful. Yeah. But in order, in order of scaling, you you, you have to move quickly with new intros, new hooks. Uh, I never say deploy one video. I always say deploy at a split test. Mm-hmm. Have three different intros ready to go from the yep. gates. Um, but on top of that, you have to be able to move and pivot really, 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 really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually, clients at that level, they have the budget. They've got the copywriters on staff to create enough scripts to get us moving quickly to help them get the needle moving even faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just works beautifully. I, and, and the thing about us is we, what I've created has, what I created was an in-house full production company. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those companies that are doing around 2 million, they don't have, if they have an internal team, they probably have one or two editors, mm-hmm. but they don't have a full ready to go production company. No way, yeah. So I wanted to create the wing that six pack had mm-hmm. the, the full black, full editors, production, uh, the uh, the producers ability to get actors locations and I wanted that to be accessible for any company that's ready for that leap mm-hmm. where they don't have to invest in equipment getting the right people training yeah. they could just contact us they could plug us in like a Lego chip right into uh, their their company attach us like a wing and then yeah. we could just service them and 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 yeah. get them you know dude that's amazing especially I think like man I'm sure Dylan could probably put some very large number on all the amount of money that we've invested in all that production studio and editing oh, yeah. and video work for our own content no, it's, six, it's six figures with yeah. like the right gear the right person and if it doesn't work out with him you gotta find someone else and they yeah. gotta come in and they don't they don't even even they probably don't even know what word conversion means sometimes yeah so um, it's, it's tough it is a big undertaking yeah. so, so what, a, what an amazing you know situation and then on top of that too they don't even necessarily, they just have to have, I want a VSL. Like you could literally take them from nothing to here's your beautiful VSL deal. Right. Because you mentioned you have in-house copywriters. So yeah. it's like write your VSL, produce your VSL, scale, right. test, optimize your VSL. Right. And also for place. scale too. Like if they want to go into having a YouTube channel, if they want to go into yeah. um, you know, uh, ads and creatives, if they want to go into having maybe a mini series mm-hmm. as a digital product, if they want to go into, we pretty much, you know, yeah, so we, yeah. we we just this is where we live. This is what yeah. we do. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, good. Well, perfect. Well, everyone, again, really appreciate your time, Chris. Um, appreciate sharing the drink with you too. Hopefully, it's enjoyable. Um, and for everyone else out there, first, if you find yourself in the criteria that you are, um, as I lean back, sorry. <laughs> oh, but one thing too. One oh, thing. yes. Yeah, one thing too. Um, I, I'm an open book. I'm a friendly guy. Uh, it's all about relationships. Oh yeah. How do they get a hold of you? We realized so we didn't say just, that. Just email me, uh, Chris at VSL ads with z at the end.com so chris at vsladz.com and we'll put that in the show notes just so sure. in the description so you guys don't have to um like me i cannot spell anything even if it's spelled spelled to me like from an auditory standpoint won't, won't, yeah. won't work um so but with that again really appreciate your time if you find yourself one you're in that category you're like man i'd like to work with chris again email him reach out to him if you have questions for him in general maybe you're not there yet but you will be you want to ask some questions that'd be great too for the other ones out there though too please take some of these tips we talked about start utilizing not just music but sound effects make sure that you are putting your consumers into a trance by connecting with them through 
video and story and really bring them into a level where they are going to feel like this is the primary solution that they have. And remember, it's not just the text. You have the video, you have the audio, use all of it to create a really, really transitional experience with your video. And if you do that, you're going to have a winner. And then you could just hire Chris because you're going to make so much damn money. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it'll be a, <laughs> fantastic. So, but until next time, guys, really appreciate you coming and joining us. Please rate, review, subscribe, all the things. But actually, more importantly, what we really like to do is reach out to us. What are the conversations you wish we were having um, that we haven't had yet? Who are the people you'd like us to interview? Um, we're always looking for your ideas and looking to, to give the content that you want that are going to change your business. But until next time, if Thomas is here, he'd say happy scaling. But I'm just going to say goodbye and look forward to talking to you again later. Thanks so much.